Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers-Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Today, our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Christina Blanche with Oh Yeah Comics. So when we first got together, you had one job. And right? shortly after we got together, you, you got a new job. Yes. And I remember you, you calling me up and telling me the story. Again, you were, you were kind of uh, the new girlfriend. So I <laughs> didn't know what to think. You took a ride to a printing company yes. with a coworker. You had only worked there for two days? Maybe three. It was not very many. Uh, I had just started working for the print shop in Fishers. Mm-hmm. I had worked there for like literally three days. They wanted me to go visit one of their vendors and get a whole tour of the facility and all that. I'm like, great. That sounds fabulous. So you jump in the car so with So I get Denise. in the car with Denise, my friend and coworker that I had known for a whole three days. Yeah. Uh, and we go to Terre Haute, which is not exactly close to Fishers. That's at least an hour away. Right? That's a couple hours away, I think. Oh, okay. I don't remember. All I know is I didn't feel good. Um, I can power through. It's fine. So all day we go on the tour. We see all the printing presses and we meet all of the people there. And it's great. I Probably walk lot. around the, the, the oh, entire establishment. The entire establishment. It was like back. I mean, it's an old building. So did you have the cold sweats? Oh, I did. I thought <laughs> I was going to die. We had, we went to, he took us to lunch. The owner took us to lunch and I tried, I just got soup and I was like, I'm just going to eat this chicken or this. This weird soup. This but... weird soup. I tried to like eat something and I was like, oh no, oh no, this is not good. So I have the cold sweats and I'm feeling like, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. Third day at work. Third day at work. <laughs> so we're driving back. We get done with the tour. I'm like, yeah. good. I didn't barf all over. I, I'm fine. I didn't die. It. I made it. I didn't pass out everything's great uh we're on our way back and we're i don't know almost home but not close enough to be home yet and we're driving down driving down the highway somehow coming back into indy coming back into indy back to fishers and i'm like i don't feel good i'm like sweating and i'm just like oh get me home and all of a sudden i look over to denise i was like hey denise can we pull In her vehicle? In her, I had, think I started rolling down the van, the window. Yeah. So it was like half out the window and half in the van uh, and all in my whoa. hair and down everywhere. <laughs> I, to a person I had known for three days. <laughs> now, she stopped, of course, right? She did. She pulled stopped. We pulled side. off to the side and then we got to a situation where we could like pull off of the interstate, go to a gas station, <laughs> get cleaned up. <laughs> she had to like mop my barf out of her car while I was in the bathroom, like finishing the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. it was so not good. Oh, so embarrassing. So embarrassing. And we go back <laughs> in, we go back to the office and I just, I get in my car and I go straight because I'm in covered in barf. I just went straight. Oh. <laughs> and she goes inside and she tells my boss at the time, Carol, Carol's like, where's Angie? She's like, she's going home. She is in no condition to be here. <laughs> I put her in the car and she's taking herself home. And yeah, so well, they kept me around for like seven years after that. Yeah, not only that, Denise became a really good friend of she's, ours. Yes. She helped us get to Hawaii for our, uh, our, our for wedding. Our wedding, yeah. They had a timeshare. They let us borrow it. That's all she wrote. Yeah. We, we were in Hawaii for a good week. Yes, it was great. I'm still friends with Denise now. I need to call her up and do, we usually do lunch around Christmas time. So it's about time to call her 
her up again. Maybe I'll tag her in this episode and she'll listen to it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's, they, she still kept me around and didn't fire me after I puked in her car all, after three days of knowing her. So good friends. <laughs> so gross. Hi there, Matt Howe introducing you to Purple Hippo Ads, local digital advertising. Let's say you want more qualified customers, clients, and donors in your sales funnel. We create display and text ads targeted to attract those visitors to a landing page with specific information and an intake form for them to contact you. We manage, tweak, and adjust the campaign to optimize every click and gain more conversions. Purple Hippo ads are perfect for discounts, offers, email opt-ins, events, introducing new products or services, increasing donations, or finding qualified job applicants. Interested? Great. Just fill out the contact form on purplehippoads.com and let's talk. Our premier sponsor today is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at schaeferleadership.com. Schaefer Leadership is hiring. What? They're, they are expanding. They're growing. They're getting bigger than they what they are. are now. They only have two people, you know. Well, yeah, they're about to increase it by a third. So 33, 33% <laughs> bigger. Yes, bigger and better. All right. So what are they looking for? They are looking for a development director. What's a development director do? They will serve as the first point of contact between Schaefer Leadership Academy and new partners. The development director is responsible for growing Schaefer Leadership Academy's partner base around East Central Indiana with a focus on Delaware County. Do you think they take care of podcast sponsorships? Maybe. I don't know. Well, we want that person <laughs> on our side. We want them to be our friends, right? <laughs> Going to look to recruit new member organizations and cultivating new custom program clients. Uh, they're going to travel all over East Central Indiana, meeting with clients and prospective clients. So how would one sign up or apply for such a job such as this? One would apply at <laughs> SchaeferLeadership.com. Yes. The position closes December 6th. So if you want to apply. This week. Yes. If you want to apply, better get in quickly get on it soon and then they're going to start in the beginning like january 6th i believe somewhere at the beginning of january so okay. um yeah at com. there is a application an online application you can submit your resume and all that good stuff at shaferleadership.com Today in the studio, we have Christina Blanche with All Yeah Comics. Welcome to Gone Boss. Thank you so much for having me. Well, tell us about the store. You recently moved, right? We did. We recently moved. We wanted to be a little bit more downtown mm -hmm. in the, you know, in the heart of it, being next to Forever Young. And I love my bank shirt across the street and Fickle Peach is amazing. Mm -hmm. The caffeinery's very close. I'm a big coffee drinker. Oh, so. we, we are too. We love the caffeinery's yes. in, our, in our backyard. So, <laughs> yes. So it's been a really good move. Well, tell us about the beginning. How'd you get started? with the shop here with the shop well there was a local shop that was going to close and so my partner and I at the time decided to invest in that and when was this when did you open five years ago it seems like we just started it and then it seems like it's been there forever well tell us about the store what what do you carry what kind of person comes in oh we have every type of person that comes in comics are for everybody and we I like to think we have something for everybody we don't just have comics we have popular culture things we have a lot of Star Wars things from John Wick so we have comics 
comics, we have books, we have coloring books, we have toys, we have games, we have action figures, we have back issues, um, we have comics that have been signed by people, we have a whole section for local authors and, okay. and artists. It's just fun. It's all fun. I saw your presentation at Rotary, and okay, you yeah. mentioned some of the big events that you have there. Recently, we just had the 66 Batmobile. The Adam West version? Yes. Okay. The only version. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just had Timothy Zahn, who's one of the biggest Star Wars writers in the world. He came to Muncie. Oh. It was kind of awesome. He was kind of the first author that I followed. We do a lot of local author signings. We just had a book release for a book, Cafe Macabre, that I contributed to. Okay. So we did the book release on Halloween. We also had a wedding there. Oh, um, I officiated my first wedding. Exciting. So, nice. um, I'm a Dudas priest, Church of the Dude. We have a lot of things going on. I think we've had an event almost every weekend since we moved in. Oh, it wow. Was, it yeah. was exhausting. I bet so. You're just like, exhausting. I just need to sleep maybe for, yes, <laughs> for a just minute. Just for a little bit. Yeah. Just for yeah. a little bit. Are you from Muncie? No, I'm, I'm from Indianapolis. Okay. Indianapolis. Yeah. What East brought side. you here? Ball State University. Finished my bachelor's degree. I got my master's degree here and I got my doctorate here. It kind of was going to be a pit stop and... I always have thought of it as a pit stop, and then I realized the other day, oh, I've been here 20 years. <laughs> um, this is not a pit stop anymore. a really anymore. long pit stop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, so it's kind of home now. All Moved right. to Florida for a while, moved to California for a while, just always came back. Awesome. Where'd you live in California? In Laguna Beach. Oh. That was hard to leave. That would be hard oh, to leave. Yeah, yeah. I used to, <laughs> I lived in California, but not the cool part of California. I lived in Barstow, which is in the middle of the desert, so oh, wow. uh, it was still... It has beautiful things about it, but uh, yeah. Then when I moved back here, I was like, hey, "This is snow. I don't, I don't like this cold and snow and weather. I don't know what to do with this." But sorry, yeah, I could do without that. What's your background with comics? When did it start for you? Well, it started when I was I was young, and my parents on this bookshelf, I thought it was a special bookshelf, had this book, and it was Prince Valiant, and mm. it had words and pictures, mm. and I was, I think, two or three, and I would just carry it around and look at it and tried to read it. I read some of it, you know, I, I taught myself to read kind of in with that. I loved it, but I thought it was such a special book because it was on that bookshelf. Well, it ends up, it was it wouldn't fit on any other bookshelf, so that's why it was there. Um, but, <laughs> but right at eye level for you <laughs> yeah and then star wars came out and that's all i did well kind of all i still do mm -hmm. um it's just that consumed me i loved everything about it it was something i had never seen no no one had ever seen anything oh, yeah. like it before it was just amazing and i became just obsessed with science fiction and fantasy and i read anything that i could get my hands on about it how old were you when you I was first seven. saw it? Seven years old. Seven. Okay. I saw it on opening day. My uncle took me, and I've seen every Star Wars movie on opening day since. Oh, so nice. So that'll be on my tombstone. And then when I had my son, then I taught him to read using comics. Oh, and okay. so he really got into it, and so then it became our thing. And then I had my daughter, and she first movie she ever saw was Spider-Man, and she wanted to see it, and I was like, oh, we'll see how this goes. And she sat in front of the TV and watched the entire movie and then turned around and said, again? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you know, okay. let's go. So she, you know, I had to, of course, at that time, go to the boys department, get her her Spider-Man shirts mm -hmm. and her superhero shirts. Now it's awesome. And I decided to bring them into my teaching when I was writing a lecture on culture change. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was also reading Why the Last Man by Brian K. Vaughn. It's all about culture change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to figure out a way to get the students more engaged and not having the books creak open halfway through the semester. You know, oh, it's, a, it's got words in it. The students were very engaged. They would come to class early to talk about things. They stayed late. I heard them sitting on the steps and I would leave the building. Kind of backfired a little 
bit when the papers that they had to write, it was three page minimum. Mm-hmm. And the average was nine pages. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I had Made your job 77 a little harder. students. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what have I done? But it was, it was well, thrilling. Yeah, and that's the, a good problem to have. Yes, I exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned teaching. So did you teach uh, high school, college? College. College. Um, okay. I, I started teaching when I was getting my master's. They asked me if I would teach a class, and I said yes. They asked me if I would teach in the correctional facilities. Okay. Because there was a program then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's teaching. You yeah. know, hey, why not? So I ended up doing that for almost eight years. Oh, okay. So, uh, and I taught also on campus, and I taught online. I taught um, anthropology. That's what my uh, degree is in, okay. my undergraduate and my graduate degree. And then I taught some women and gender studies courses. Okay. And I ended up teaching a massive open online course at Ball State, one of the first ones that they did called Gender Through Comic Books. Oh, okay. And we had 7,000. It's an all online thing, and it was mm-hmm. 7,000 students. We ended oh, up wow. having to cap it at that point. <laughs> But it was great. We made a little video for it, like a trailer. Mm-hmm. And Stan Lee, we got him to do the, the voiceover. And it was a really good experience. Can you talk a little more about gender in comic books? Because we're at a moment that it seems Marvel, the most recognized name, I mm-hmm. guess, in, in comic books and movies and everything, they're changing over. Right. Am I correct on that? I wouldn't say they're changing over. I would say they're being inclusive because they're not really catering to, to any one audience. I think it's amazing what they're doing. I think having the female Thor... I can tell you the sales on that book skyrocketed when that happened. Really? So anybody who says that they stopped reading it, it wasn't at my store. They're just being more inclusive. And I think it's great. You see kids looking and saying, hey, that's me. I can do that. And it's not on, on the side and wearing their little skimpy outfits and wear with no room for any internal organs. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I just think it's I think it's just they're being more inclusive. And I think it's wonderful. So tell me a little bit about your family. You mentioned two kiddos. I have two kiddos. And um, two dogs. Okay. They're important also. They are important. <laughs> what kind um, of dogs? Um, I have, well, they're both rescues. One is, we call her a puggy wawa because <laughs> she's part pug, part chihuahua, part Westie terrier. If you take the worst qualities of all those dogs. And put them together. Luna. Yeah. Um, she's kind of the boss of the house. She's the small dog. I have Poe, who is a rescue, and he's a cane corso pit mix. Oh, okay. So he's like 120 pounds. Oh, goodness. And thinks he's 12 pounds. He thinks he's a lap dog. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He's precious. My daughter is going to school and, and is working, and my son works with me at the comic book shop. It was me for a long time, just me, and it was very stressful. It's hard when it's just yes, you. Yeah. Because I go to conventions, so he's kind of helping me to, to get that going. It's a very personal business. I've put me in this business so mm-hmm. much. It's not a, it's not a cookie-cutter business. It's not, you know, you walk in and it's sterile. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very me. It, it is a personal thing. So having him there, makes it just makes it better, and it's it just makes it a, a family thing. And my daughter worked there for years, and I would love her to still do it. She's doing her own thing, and that's fine. Right. Um, and I'm very proud of her. Hardest question of the day, I'm hoping it will be. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? That is a really hard question. <laughs> I probably have to go with Han Solo. Okay. Because he's been my boyfriend for all these years. All those years. I did not do well with Force Awakens. I love The Force Awakens. Let me clarify. <laughs> I love the movie, but I did not do well. And anybody who saw it with me can verify. I still won't watch certain scenes. I just I just can't. <laughs> you just can't do it. But I love the new characters. I, I really like all of them. And Poe Dameron, which my dog is named after. It's how my daughter got me to keep the dog. <laughs> we'll call him Poe Mom. Really? You're <laughs> pull that card fine come on Poe but I love Poe Dameron I think he's great but I, I like X-Wing pilots also because the X-Wing and the Falcon are my favorites but I also like Yoda and I like R2 and mm-hmm. I like Chewbacca and I like IG-88 and a lot of the bounty hunters I don't, I'm not not much of a Boba Fett person mm-hmm. because yeah that's a whole other 
Well, I mean, look Fan what you did to Han Solo. So, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. But Disney Plus has that new show coming oh, out. Oh, The Mandalorian. I cannot wait. And Taika Waititi, <laughs> who's my favorite director at the moment, he and Edgar Wright, anything Taika is involved in, I will watch just blindly. It, I don't, if he's reading the phone book, I would watch it. <laughs> okay. He's, he's brilliant. But I'm so excited for The Mandalorian. I was actually at Baltimore Comic Con and I was in an elevator with Greg Pak, who is a current Star Wars writer for the mm-hmm. comic. And my friend sent me the schedule for The Mandalorian they just put out and I was like oh, and he looked over and went let me see that so we're just like ooh, look you know and everybody else was like nerds and we're like hey you're here too we're all nerds together yeah yeah so husband I'll throw it back to you what's your favorite Star Wars character here's my Star Wars story okay. uh, I did not get to see the 1977 original I was three years old at that okay. point but I saw Empire Strikes Back at the Rivoli Theater's theater ever here in Muncie here in Muncie oh. And that really kicked it off for me. Mm-hmm. But I had Star Wars stuff before the movie. Okay. I didn't know what their the relationships were <laughs> thing. I just had characters. So. It didn't matter. They were cool. They were cool. So I see Empire Strikes Back, greatest movie ever. Mm-hmm. And my favorite character became R2-D2 because I was young. Mm-hmm. I've kept with him being the favorite of mine. A how, droid. How can they make him such a personality when he just beeps and boops? He doesn't even talk. It's, it's, just, it's yeah. crazy. I love it. I just, R2 is great. I, I was never a C-3PO oh, fan. he's just all stodgy. <laughs> until I got older and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I kind of see his point. He's trying to keep everybody in line. Yeah, somebody I has know, to. I know, but he, you know, he's, it's, it's that Laurel and Hardy thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to see what they do with oh. R2 in the final trilogy here. Hopefully they really bring him in because he hasn't been really a part of the, the first two movies that much. Well, he kind of saved. He had the map. You had BBA, didn't And he mean. had the map. I mean, you I know. know. So kind I'm, of important. I'm, I'm hoping he makes a, a big splash. I don't I, know I do. if he will or not. It, so. it, he, he's in it, and that's what I'm Exactly. Saying. It's going to be amazing. Oh. I'm awesome. so excited for it. <laughs> we don't count down to Christmas. We count down to Star Wars. What does success mean to you? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. It's like that thing. It's it's there. I can almost see it, but I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I th- I'm not even sure what. Because every time I reach a goal, then I have another one. Mm-hmm. It's like when I got my doctorate, I thought that was success. And I'm like, yeah, okay, next. I think it's just getting through the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I play I play video games too. Borderlands 3 is my obsession right now. But Skyrim, I love. Mm-hmm. And in Skyrim, when you have your goal, there's a little symbol. And that's where you have to go. So I made a decal of that. And I have it over my room because that's my goal every day is to get back to my room. Just, mm-hmm. I made it through the day. So I guess that's what I think of success. Okay. Got through the day, made it, and there we go. Yep. Then on to the next. What do you do for fun? Um, I always try and have fun. Mm-hmm. You're in a fun I, industry. Yeah, your job seems fun. <laughs> My job is fun. It's extremely stressful. And people, a lot of people think I sit around and read comic books all day. It's like, I don't think I've ever read a comic book at this shop. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I'll look through them, but I haven't sat down and read one there. Fun. I like, I love movies. Mm-hmm. I love going to movies. I rewatch a lot of movies. I love playing video games. I like spending time with my dog and my kid. <laughs> Maybe your kids too. Right? <laughs> well, they're you know they're they're older. So yeah, they have their own lives and they're busy and 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 reading. I just I like to have fun all the time. And Legos. I like to build Legos. Oh, okay. I don't do that as much anymore because I don't have the time and the dogs are knocking them off the table. TV shows. Right now I'm watching Watchmen and I can hardly stand it. It's so good. Is it good? Oh my gosh, it's so good. I saw that it came out. I watched the the movie 
Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Really loved the characters and everything. With this reboot, I was like, well, there's nothing there from that. Well, it's not a that. reboot. It's a continuation. Okay. Yeah, but it's actually continuation from the book, which is different in from that s- movie. certain ways from the movie. And I enjoyed them both. But Watchmen, is, it's a perfect book. And this is a continuation of it. I wasn't sure about it. I was on the fence, and then I was I was sold. And then Trent Reznor does the soundtrack. So oh, I'm like, oh, okay. my gosh. Yeah, all about that. So, yeah. That may have to be in Yeah. <laughs> The next one. All it's right. so good. So we're we're currently on The Walking Dead. We, okay, we're which is season, also from a comic. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We're a season so. behind or something like that. We're watching it on Netflix, so we're, oh, okay. we're yeah. You're a just introduced to the Whisperers. So. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. they've just come on the scene. We're not exactly sure what to think of them yet, but yeah. we're getting there. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me, do you have a secret hidden talent nobody oh, knows no. about? No. You don't, no you're not an opera singer in the shower. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not secret or hidden. I'm a really good procrastinator. Okay. Um, but that's not secret because everybody <laughs> pretty much knows that. But when you're so good at something, you don't want to give it up. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. No, I don't think I really have it. I can't sing. Okay. I can't draw. I'm trying to learn to draw, but it's really difficult. No, I don't really nope. have a okay. secret talent. That's all right. I'm just going to, here you go. <laughs> What you see is what you get. I'm just kind of all out there. There you go. Oh, I do want to say that um, we are having our first Comic-Con in Muncie, Indiana. Are you? When? Yes, May 23rd of 2020. Oh. Okay. I was approached by some friends of mine that, that do Comic-Cons, and they were like, hey, you want to do this with us? And I said, yeah, I think I do. So um, we're having it at the fairgrounds. Okay. It's going to be May 23rd, and it's going to be amazing. The Batmobile will be there. Awesome. Nice. Um, and we've got, we're still working on our guests and mm-hmm. all of that, but the, the website's live, and people can go get tickets if you put in, I think if you put in Oh yeah, you get five dollars off. Your okay. Ticket. What's so, the website? Yeah, what's the it's, website? It's uh, it's MuncieComicCon.com. Okay. okay. That'll be exciting. So I'm I'm hoping it'll be a big success because you know Fort Wayne has one and Indy has several mm-hmm. and they have them all over and I'm like hey we need one yeah we bring that to Muncie awesome yeah. you know we have the fire hydrants we painted and oh, we're working yeah. on more of those and we're trying to you know bring some some comic love to Muncie. Yeah, I saw that X Men one right here on yeah. the corner there. Uh, yeah, what, Stephen. What's the guy? That. Cyclops. Cyclops. That's yes, yeah. we have that one. We have a Wonder Woman. There's an R2D2. There's a Spider Man. We have more that um, are going to be done. We just it's weather and timing with getting the fire department has been kind enough to clean them for us. Oh, and nice. Then we go in and we paint them, and so finding the artist to then right. the time to coordinating do this one and that. that. Yeah. So they'll they'll be more done, and it's going to be quite awesome. That's cool. Between the fire hydrants and the utility boxes, and we're, I don't know, and the murals we've seen. Sp- Popping up Making all kinds of art Muncie things. Beautiful. Making Muncie beautiful. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much okay. for being our guest today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's, it was my pleasure. Well, thanks, thanks for, for having me. stopping by the farmhouse. Absolutely. Always will. Awesome. Bye. Bye. We are also sponsored today by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. And special thanks to Daniel yes. recently for doing a photo shoot with uh, me and Loretta Parsons of the Soup Kitchen of Muncie. Yes. Daniel was a very good sport. Uh, yes. He is a supporter of us and Soup Kitchen of Muncie. Um, and Matt had this brilliant idea that Loretta Parsons will do anything for the Soup Kitchen of Muncie. Even get a tattoo of the Soup Kitchen's logo on her arm. Yeah. So we set that up. She didn't actually, spoiler <laughs> alert, she didn't get a real tattoo. 
But uh, Daniel was very cool. He let her come into the come into the studio tattoo shop. He he got all gloved up and he he, he got out his uh, his needle and everything. Yeah, and posed for the picture and was really cool about the whole thing. And we've posted it on online. And I think Loretta got a lot of good feedback from that too. So anyway, Daniel is a good supporter of the community and of uh, Gone Boss and the Soup Kitchen. And so we just wanted to say thanks for that. Give it give a shout out to him. Absolutely. And they have told us at Lucky Rabbit that if you mention Gone Boss Podcast, what you get $5 off of a piercing. No kidding. Yeah. So get pierced by the short piercer. Yeah. $5 Eliza, off $5 if you off. mentioned us. Yes. So it's $5 off your piercing fee, which I think is usually $35. So you mentioned Gone Boss. It costs $30 plus the cost of jewelry. So there What's you go. What's that piercer's name? Eliza, I just said. Oh, Eliza. That's it. <laughs> you just call her the short piercer. <laughs> I think she's going to take issue with that. Did you meet her? I, I, I can't wait to meet her. She wasn't there. I... Anyway, mention Gone Boss. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. You know, my brother had this thing when we were growing up. He would take uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese and yeah. mix it with his peas Ugh. and then eat it. I always thought that was so gross. That is disgusting. But you're you're even worse. Well, I'm worse. Not about the, mixing, I'm but on the by other, keeping things separated. Yes, I am on the other spectrum of that. I hate it when my food touches. And I realize I sound like a kindergartner because <laughs> kindergartners, like Zuzu, does not like her food to touch. Yeah. But I totally get it. I don't want my food to touch. I do not want my peas in my mac and cheese. I, ugh, that's so gross. I don't even want... In school, they would serve what they called like succotash or whatever. Yeah. And like corn and peas and lima beans and carrots or whatever together. Yeah, yeah I can't remember that. That's disgusting. I don't I never want, ate it. But. I didn't... Well, I don't know any kid in school who's like, yes, please let me eat all those vegetables. But they all touched. They're all mixed together. I don't like that. Seems like we always had peas, carrots, and then I think they were potatoes. There was some kind of white substance. The little square in. ones? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We had those too. I didn't like that. I didn't eat that either. Nobody ate that stuff it was gross but anyway school lunches are great because everything has its own compartment yes and those styrofoam containers plates which i know are like killing the environment and everything are fabulous for people like me who do not want their food to touch and yes so at thanksgiving and christmas and those kinds of like potluck pitching get togethers or whatever i like those plates because now a lot of people a lot of people say it all goes to the same place i know it does but i don't care it tastes gross i don't want my green bean juice to spill into my mashed potatoes (laughs) gross the only thing that should go together is like chicken and noodles like mashed potatoes yeah noodles that's okay I guess that's okay. I still like to eat them separately. Like, I still like to have them next to each other on the but, plate. But you don't uh, slop them on top? No. I like, oh I, my we gosh. just did this at Thanksgiving like two days ago. And I know. Like, no, I put them to the side beside my potatoes. That way I can I can be in control of the potato to noodle ratio. And I can make sure that it's the way I want it. So growing up, I used to have those uh, cousins and uncles who would get this plate. It, it was paper plate, nothing, yeah. no sections or anything. And it would just be a heaping pile of food. Food on top, usually a roll kind of balanced on top. Oh, I don't want my roll to touch things. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> and one time I dated a guy for not very long, but like he knew I was in high school and he knew that I hated this. I don't yeah. want my food to touch. Oh and so gosh. I went to his family's house because um, he was my preacher's kid or whatever. So of I course. went to the preacher's house <laughs> for Sunday dinner or whatever. And he loaded up his plate and like literally mixed it all around just to gross me out. Oh, and then ate it in front of me? And then ate it in front of me, knowing full well that I hate that. Um, He didn't, we didn't last 
super. You didn't long. La- last that long. Did no, you? no. He was a preacher's kid. Mm, you know what they say about preacher's kids. So I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> They're know, usually so. the worst. <laughs> and he was. So anyway, yeah. I don't like my food to touch. I don't want my food to touch. I don't want corn in my mashed potatoes. Uh, no, please let my food stay separate. You gotta keep them separated. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Our premier sponsor today was the Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Check them out at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.